Hello. Welcome to the duct tapes. Quack. First, yep, there's a duck. Um, first real episode back. Pretty exciting. First real episode with Tiffany. Pretty exciting. Really awesome. I've been here the whole time. Thank you, he all has. you returning duckheads, <laughs> you hardcore fans coming back. Thanks for following me on Twitter. I, I still have, need to do that. Yeah, I've got seven. Seven <laughs> followers, six bots, one mom. Um, so today, for our first episode back, we got a, a pretty big deal, right, Tiffany? It was amazing. Yeah, it was a surprise that uh, that he did it. It's Wes Boss, by the way. Um, contacted him through his website, and he said he'd be more than happy to do an interview. Super awesome guy. Yeah, really laid back, really easy to talk to. Uh, we went all over the place with the discussion, um, which is, again probably what we'll do a lot of the time yeah. um i mean that's what i like doing like learning a little bit more like personal details about someone and how they became who they are yeah. not just what they do we want his journey okay we don't want to exactly. just talk about code come on <laughs> um so without any further ado here's an interview with the wes boss right did you know I was hoping that you were going to notice that I rhymed. That's why I gave you that look. Oh, kind of, kind yeah, of missed that, yeah, but good but job. Thank you. I'll catch it next time. Here's the Promise. interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, third time's a charm, maybe? <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. awesome. How's it going? Man, good. So sorry about that. I was just recording a video, and it, I was like half an hour in, and I totally <laughs> was like just zoned in. That's uh, awesome. No worries. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, and then, and then when you called, and oh, I just took a screenshot. I thought I was expanding it. Excellent. Um, when you called and then it didn't work, I thought you were just teasing us. <laughs> no, I've, I've been jumping around. My, my internet wasn't working well either, so of course, this stuff always happens when you're trying to record. Sweet. What were you working on a new course, maybe, or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm just recording a um, JavaScript for beginners course or a beginner JavaScript course. Oh, which cool. uh, I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess we should introduce ourselves. I guess so, man. Um, what is a proper introduction? My name is Tiffany Hall. It's great to be talking to you. Um, I'm a self-taught programmer, and I'm super excited to just meet you because mostly I've taken like online courses originally through Pluralsight, and then I've done a lot of like Udemy lately. Um, but yep. to like find an instructor that you I, you've done so well and you have so many courses like have your own site and like everything like your own following that's really interesting and usually it's harder for me to find those types of people I guess because oh, I'm, yeah. yeah I've done a lot of like freelancing in the past um, mostly on the front end but I'm trying I'm working really hard to like get my back end up uh, to par so I can call myself a full stack developer with all certainty yeah. and um, yeah so it was awesome thank you so much for talking to us today Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. And thanks for the, the ducks you sent over. My kids love those things. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, those were for me. Yes. I'm John. I'll take credit for that. Um, yeah. I found out about your courses. I went to a, a boot camp a couple of years ago, and one of the instructors there was um, always praising all your stuff, and the JavaScript 30 was a big thing that he was encouraging everybody oh, cool. to try yeah. out and use, and it was pretty beneficial and neat so yeah the company that we work for has little rubber duckies as our mascot so <laughs> that's great we thought might as well send some out but i guess we just wanted to talk to you today um kind of just about you wes i don't know like like where did you or how did you get to 
where you're at now, like going from developer to teacher to, I guess, kind of speaker sometimes. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to start recording this? That would be awesome. We we've yeah. been recording. Okay. On, we have a. It has been a weird right. a weird <laughs> time getting a, a setup working where we have two people locally and one remote piped in. It's been. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've got mine rolling now. Great. Um, awesome. So, question was, uh, how did I get started into to what I was doing? Yeah. Just how did you? I'm interested in like how you became interested in development and then how did that transition into teaching and then i'm interested in that too yeah i just want to point that out that it's not just tipping yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so i had been interested in computers for a long time um been uh, i was making websites when i was a kid for things like a playstation website and just a Ooh. website with my friends and uh stuff like that and um when i got into high school i was super into um, like the local music scene, which which was like hardcore bands, and at the time MySpace was really nice. huge. So, um, I the thing with MySpace at the time is that you had to like if you wanted to skin it, you had to uh, code all the CSS yourself and then paste it into your about box, mm -hmm. put style oh. tags around it, and then that would just like modify the page. Um, so I, I did th those for a long time, um, and then just uh, that sort of like slowly transitioned into like people growing up out of bands to actually starting businesses and hiring me and people who were in bands, their parents would hire me, um, to oh, do cool. like little websites. So I, I sort of just put myself through school doing that. I went to school for information technology management, which is like a, it's a business degree focused on tech. Um, and, uh, once I was done school, I was sort of like, like ready to uh just i was like running my own business by then so i just thought i'd just like let's just go whole hog on this thing and uh that was years and now <laughs> i don't know that was like eight nine years ago um wow. that's awesome and yeah Is i, MySpace I think like, only nine years ago i feel like that it feels like 30 <laughs> years ago at this point it feels no like it was is such a, a font like a, yeah myspace was probably like 12 15 years ago um but like the the finishing of school which by the time i, I finished university i was just doing like wordpress dev and stuff like that yeah. at the time um but at the sort of around that same time when i finished school i was asked to lead some um like part-time um or not part-time like weekend courses for this thing called ladies learning code um on wordpress so i thought why not i'll do a saturday session uh, and turned out I really liked it and people really liked the way that I explained things. Um, I, I feel like I, I'm not like a, I don't feel like I'm a super good developer. So I'm like, I'm, I'm only like so many, uh, steps ahead of people that are learning. And I think that probably helps, uh, with the explaining things. Cause right. it's still fresh in my mind as to how I learned it. So, and then from there, it's just building my own courses. I don't know. I don't want to talk too long, but yeah, just making stuff putting youtube videos up blogging so were you sorry i'm gonna go back a little bit were you in yeah. any of the hardcore bands or were you did you ever play or were you just like the no yeah i was like like i have zero musical talent which is always frustrating to me um i can't play can't sing um, oh no just just it sucked and but I, I would then we started joking like i'll play the computer like that was my <laughs> yeah. instrument. I feel like 
Like, I'm really good at this one thing, yeah. which everybody wishes choice. they were good at. And I just wished I was I could, like, play guitar or something like that. But it just couldn't pick it up for the life of me. Yeah, I've always... had a bunch of animated GIFs on their MySpace yeah. page and glitter falling down. Yeah. And all that stuff. <laughs> oh, man. I've always wanted to learn to play an instrument. And I've just never, like, taken the time to stick with it and really get good. But that's – I love music. That's such an interesting start to me. <laughs> and then how did it go to becoming – or doing speaking events. How did that um, pop off? That's a good question. That's all I have. I think it was just <laughs> blogging. Uh, I did blogging, and then that led to local meetups asking me to come talk. Um, and then some of my... Yeah, that's what it was. I did like some demos with webcam that like did face detection when when WebRTC first came out, which is how you can access your webcam. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And I was like really interested in how that worked. And I, I like scraped together a couple demos um, and they went they got super popular online. Um, and then I got asked to come to a couple different conferences. Uh, and then and then once you're at a couple conferences, then then the bar start, the ball starts <laughs> rolling and everybody asks you to come to all of them. And uh, it, it sort of just like snowballs from there because like uh, you've got a popular blog, you have a popular Twitter um you you sell these courses now i have a podcast so like there's all this like it, i'm very visible in the web development world so uh it's there's a lot of people that want me to come and uh, talk about web development at their conference that's awesome so really just getting your foot in the door and then it's i don't want to say easy but it's possible to keep it going after that once you have that first opportunity or two yeah yeah absolutely and especially if you're always like hacking on something interesting um like if you're always just curious about what's new and uh, yeah. and trying to share information with others, because that's really like I'm always, I don't know, looking for new stuff. Um, and that's yes. just a great way to get sort of noticed or not even necessarily noticed, but uh, like it's a great way to just like put together a proposal being like, hey, I built this. Here's a YouTube video. Here's a blog post. I like to put this into a talk and uh, you can propose it to a bunch of different conferences. Nice. So what do you do? I guess that makes me think, what do you do to kind of try and stay on the cutting edge or, or to, you know, see what's coming up next and what's new? Yeah. Um, I'm, I, it's kind of my job. So, uh, and I'm <laughs> constantly interested. All right. In dumb question. I had a good one and a bad one. Well, it's not a dumb question because like, like how do you do it is, is interesting. And I always think like, how do I do it? Like part of it is, is being involved in Twitter. You've seen like whatever's new, people talk about it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, another part is um, sort of watching browser release notes, watching the standardization process. Anytime there's a new feature that wants to be added to the browser, um, the standards body gets together and talks about it. Um, and then once it's finished, um, then it's it's ready for browsers to implement it. And, uh, and then when one of the browsers implements it, it's usually Firefox or Chrome, uh, we'll implement it first under a flag. You can turn it on and start poking at it and playing with it, um, and then uh, you can you can share out uh, share out little examples, stuff that you're working on. That's really interesting. Yeah, I that, actually that, never that, thought that was a good question because that was a yeah. cool answer. <laughs> so yeah, that's I never, <laughs> never really knew about. Um, is there? We talked about how you kind of do all these different things: teaching, um, podcasting, coding, all that. What? what is your favorite i guess or what do you enjoy doing the most or are they all kind of just the same 
Um, I think the the coding is by far my favorite part. Um, just building stuff, playing with it, learning new stuff. Like that's that's the core of who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like distilling it into a course or making a podcast that that's work. That's work to me. Um, it's, it's hard to do that kind of stuff, but like, that's my job and I'm trying to get better at it. Uh, -huh. uh so, uh, it's all very enjoyable at the end of the day, but the, the coding part comes most naturally to me. That's really awesome to hear. Cause I, I yeah. love that too. Like, and I've tried different things. Um, not exactly what you're doing, but like between Photoshop or like working on graphics or a little bit more design. And I always come back to the code and that's just always been my favorite that's good because a lot of people are the opposite or they they want to sit around and watch youtube videos and attend <laughs> yeah. conferences and, and when it comes down to like sitting down and actually writing the code that that's hard for a lot of people oh, those are the idea people yeah i guess they so have a lot, yeah a lot of good ideas. <laughs> um, gotta find some skill to put them into practice yeah. eventually so uh, aside from the website and your courses do you have a bunch of personal projects that you're constantly updating and working on or, or what do you do you still do freelance um, work? No, I don't. I haven't done freelance work in probably about three years now. I've been like full time. My courses and the podcast support me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've got a couple like I've always got new projects that I'm building so that I can make a course out of them. Um, so there's that. I have my own course platform, which is a video streaming sales, e-commerce, affiliates, all kinds of stuff built into that. Um, and I've got like little stuff that I use to scratch my own itch. Like I've got a uh, an app that I call Sniper, um, and what that does is it uh, it sounds really cool. It uh, <laughs> so in Canada we have like Kijiji, which is like your Craigslist or like a Facebook Marketplace. Okay. But it's um, called Kijiji. So I wrote this. Yeah, it's called Kijiji. It's it's owned by eBay, so therefore it is like this like terrible thing. Oh no. Um, <laughs> and if you want to like like find something like the good deals go in in like an hour right uh so i i wrote this little bot that would scrape facebook marketplace in kijiji every five minutes um and then it would also aggregate like 15 of my searches that i have so i'm super into vintage uh bikes and all the time people or not all the time but like every now and then somebody is like oh that old bike in the garage 10 bucks and like meanwhile it's worth like like 400 because it's this a beautiful cool. vintage bike if you put some t time into it so i built this app called sniper that every five minutes it will go off and and uh search for what we're looking for also like home stuff as well like uh we just bought like a really sweet leather couch for 300 bucks because like we, we sniped it right yeah um and it's cool because it's just this nice little interface i go through it a couple times a day and uh, if anything popular comes up i see it immediately and i can uh, I can snipe it out before anyone else can go ahead and buy it. So is this an app you've shared with a few friends or is this just for you? It's <laughs> so it's all open source. I put it up on my own GitHub. Oh, nice. um, it's, but it's like not something that has like login. Um, it's not something that like can have multiple users. Um, so like, yeah, like it's just very bare bones. That's all I need. Um, and I just deploy it. So if somebody else wants to run it, like my friends are like, I want that. I'm like, good. Like, like go learn to code and deploy it yourself. Yeah. Like last thing I want is to like have to support something like that. And I'm sure it's not allowed from terms of service and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I just, I rather just deploy it myself. And there's a couple other people running it right now, just hosting it themselves. Well, that's a great like hobby personal project. It has such a like viable use case. I mean, that's... yeah, well, it's only something that you wanted and needed. So you just made it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I always like kind of scratch my own itch for these things. The yeah. same with my like my wife is a, 
uh, a fashion blogger and uh, they do she follows these like brands that do these big drops like of like the spring collection Um, and part of what she does is that she has to very quickly go through it all and present it Um, and I was like oh I bet I bet that they've like got all of these things in some sort of e-commerce thing and and like you can probably sneakily find out what the drop is before Uh. it comes out so um, I was like give me the give me your laptop and like I went through (laughs) it and I figured out like they are on Shopify and uh, Shopify has a site map, which is for like SEO. So if you like comb through the site map, you can find the product site map. Oh my god! Uh, and then you comb through the product site map, and then you can load all of the products in the database. Um, based, and then you can filter for ones that are have a timestamp in the future. Uh, and then I just like wrote this little code pen. I was like, here's all the things that are unreleased. And she's like, how did you find this? That's this is so illegal. Funny. Like, no, this is just Brilliant. public That's information. So cool. Just like most people don't know. know to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, we'll bleep this part out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we got you covered. So what about, I mean, even though this is, I guess, technically a tech podcast, what are your interests outside of, like, when you're not coding? It sounds like you're bike riding. Yeah. On vintage yeah. bikes. Yeah. Bike riding, bike fixing up. So I... Uh, I, I bought and sold 50 vintage bikes in the last three months. Wow. And uh, I made like like seven grand from it, which was nuts. Holy crap. Um, so it's kind of a that, – that was a little hobby. We just had a, a new baby, so I, I've stopped it now because we don't have time for that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's sort of Congratulations. A, <laughs> thank you. How, how many that's an interest now? of mine. Um, Ten days. Oh, oh wonderful. Yeah. This is the best time. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. no sleep time. No um what else is I, i'm super into barbecue um so i've mm. got a, a couple of smokers out back um i don't know just I, oh, I, I, my interest swing from super involved and all into uh matt to the fringes <laughs> like yeah. like i when i'm into something I, i'm all in on it and i figure it out and i i get good at it and then i move to the next thing that's sort of my personality that's awesome. You know, I don't know about you guys, but something I've noticed with like really techie people, especially those who spend like all day on the computers, all of their mm-hmm. or most of their other interests like tend to be outside, like mm-hmm. outdoorsy things. I know a ton of like hikers and people you're saying you like to bike. And it's always been interesting to me and like probably really good for balancing a life as well. Yes, you're not yeah. Totally shut in. Like, yeah. Burnout is a, a major issue in, in our industry. Um, and I'm very scared of that happening to me because it's my job. And if that were to happen to me, I don't know what I would do. So, um, I try to also, cause I have a family, I have to love them and take care of <laughs> yes. them. So <laughs> obviously I have to be with them, but I try like really hard not to let this whole tech thing just like take over me uh, as it can. That's awesome. Well, those are really interesting interests outside of technology. Um, something I was wondering about, or I think John and I were both wondering about, you've, you seem to make like so many great transitions throughout, whether it's your career or just your work from developer to teacher to speaker, like what, where do you want to go next? Or do you have like future goals or anything you'd really enjoy working on or accomplishing in the future? Um, I think that I, like, I always think about that and like, there's kind of a a few things is I don't really want uh like employees things like that i have an assistant and i have um someone who works part-time on my course platform with me but Mm -hmm. um i don't really have like 
big ambitions for something else. Um, because I think what is so cool about web development is that it can it can really help you live a lifestyle that that you want. Like uh, it's flexible. You can work wherever you want, and especially yes. if you if you run your own thing, mm -hmm. like I do, um, it's great. So um, like I don't really have any any greater goals than uh, I'm just like I'm very much enjoying building these courses. It's working out very well um, in terms of making a salary for me. Um, so it's, it's more just like double down, keep making more courses, keep helping people learn to code. Um, I'm sure that will change at some point. Like I might uh, become a farmer in, in eight years or something <laughs> like that. But uh, right now it's, I, I do not foresee changing anything that I'm doing. Oh man. Well, as an avid learner and a huge fan of everything I've seen of yours so far, I'm very glad to hear that. So thank you for sharing. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I kind of want to, rewind a little bit or go back a little bit because I I have two young children myself um, and I recently got I guess into the coding world a couple of years ago and it's been an interesting kind of transition because I've made the mistake a couple of times of thinking that I could you know finish finish work at home or, or try and get some work done <laughs> when when the kids are home and it's yeah. typically been a nightmare so I'm wondering because it's obviously you do a lot of your work at home how is that being there with um, the kids? Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of a we're weird really question, lucky. but I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about it's it. Important. Yeah. It's, there's very clear boundaries in our house. Like mm. when I go up to work, it's time to, to, to work. And every now and then they come and visit me. But, but generally, it's we have like a three-floor house. Like it's a tall, skinny house. Uh -huh. um, so I'm on the third floor. Kids are on the main floor. You don't really hear them all that much. Um, so it works out pretty well. And then once five o'clock rolls around or even right now, I'm, I'm doing like five hour days cause of the, cause of the new baby. Mm -hmm. Um, once my time is up, it's up. And, uh, uh, sometimes that's frustrating cause you just want to keep working and, right. and other times it's just like nice to just like leave it all behind, uh, walk away from the office. I don't go in my office any other time than to work. So it's, it's a nice kind of like, um, nice separation of, of concerns there. And I, I try not to, to mix the two all that much. Mm -hmm. so, so maybe if I just yeah. put my kids in the garage while I'm, I don't have an office, <laughs> but that'll be tell my wife and kids to hang out in the garage for about five hours. Yeah. Don't bug me. It, it's hard too though, because like you want, sometimes you just want to like hack on stuff or when they go to bed, like yeah. my wife and I sometimes just like want to whip out our laptops and, and keep working on, and I also I also don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to do every now and then, especially if the kids see you doing that, because like I want our kids to know that like we love our work and mm -hmm. um, and we enjoy what we do. And, and it's possible uh, to to like it because I don't know when that's I grew awesome. up, there was this kind of this like weird. Like work is hard and thank goodness it's Friday and Monday. Yeah. Suck yeah and things yeah. like that. That's uh, that's interesting to point out because yes. i felt like the same thing for my parents where it was like every day it was just a huge sigh as soon as they got home they're like oh i'm so exhausted mm -hmm. and <laughs> and i'm so happy just to be able to do something i love as well and that's yeah. just yeah. my mondays don't suck which is great that's that's the, the american dream i think <laughs> yes <laughs> the canadian dream at least the canadian dream that's so, awesome Let's see. We had we wrote down a little list of questions to try and touch on with you, and I we're doing pretty good. Has anybody? This is a Tiffany question. Oh yes. Has anybody ever asked you if your middle name was the? 
oh my gosh <laughs> that is not a tiffany question that's john all over it but i'm very interested um, in the answer as well no but i uh, before i had kids i always said i want three kids and their middle names are going to be who's the i'm da and you da <laughs> and uh unfortunately it didn't work out uh, oh no well i'm, I'm disappointed that was there a Your second joke was better than mine <laughs> a second voice in, of reason in that decision yeah I'm my <laughs> wife nixed it but oh who's the boss would be pretty funny yeah yes oh man well this is a little bit of a specific and random question but just before doing this podcast today i was listening to one of your podcast episodes last night i think it was the most recent syntax episode released um about like putting yourself where you're uncomfortable in order to grow further as a programmer yeah. and like and also outside of programming specifically but like as a person and it just I was like listening to it as I was going through some things last night and something you mentioned which I personally had not given a lot of thought to and hopefully I'm going to say this right but it was like keyboard layouts or something something along that and it made me think of like right now I'm really trying to learn like the shortcuts for my tools and like be able to set up a more efficient workstation and I think you mm -hmm. were kind of talking about it along those lines, but could you like explain more about that? Cause it really just caught my interest. Um, I'm trying to remember what I said. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a really a brief comment. I remember what I say. <laughs> it must've been good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, I don't know. I have this thing from teaching. I've taught hundreds of people in, in real, in like the real world. I've taught right. like people in boot camps and, and weekend workshops and part-time classes. And, um, it's, it's crazy that the inefficiency that you see with, um, yeah. the, the keyboard shortcuts and, and how people like aren't able to, to, um, get better at, at these types of things. Like there's right. like this like basic skill that I thought absolutely everybody would love to improve upon. And even that was my first product I had a, a book on sublime text which is the editor because like I would see myself like just whizzing through the sublime text editor <laughs> and then you'd see like people like like moving their mouse to the top left hand corner clicking file yeah I know, save, I know and then and then like moving their like it drives me crazy like if you have two chrome windows open like or like a they would just like move the window out of the yeah. way yeah. and oh then gosh. grab the new one and move it in I was like you know you can like switch with a keyboard shortcut right like there's just that type of thing drives me bonkers because it's it's so inefficient um and for some people there's just no will or like hunger to get faster and to get better at it mm -hmm. um i, I don't know if that's what i better. said or not no it, it, well, yeah. that's how i was thinking of it so i'm so glad you elaborated because like i don't know if you have any advice or like a resource you'd point out or maybe like a class currently available um, right now I'm using VS Code, so it's a different editor than the Sublime you mentioned, but I'm yeah. I'm in the process of like really trying to make myself more efficient because yeah, every time I have to click on another window or drag my mouse up to hit file, it's just not a fun feeling. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I probably at some point I'll do like a VS Code course because I'm I'm on VS Code as well. Um, but like my biggest tip to people is just like just stop for a second spend the three minutes that it takes to figure out how to how to do it with the keyboard shortcut um and then yeah uh you're you'll be done for it. like the most example one i have is if you've got three different <laughs> uh chrome windows open and you want to switch between the windows of the same application most people don't know that you can hit like command back check and cycle through those um and uh it's just like i when i i was like how oh, there must be a way to do this and you, you spend yeah. five minutes 
and then you save like like I'm gonna retire early because I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. This is really basic, but when someone showed me that in the terminal, you just press up and it pulls up the previous. <laughs> yeah, the previous I was command. Like, yeah. Yes. This is it's another one. <laughs> wow, there's so much time saved. Um, how about one? What's the hot West tip extension or that you would give for uh, VS Code? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. Just one. Yes. Um, and it can't be ESLint. It's hard to narrow it down to one sometimes. Yeah. Um that's a great question. Boom. What is one Got that one. I use a lot? <laughs> I think it's I really like He's opening up VS Code right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm trying to look right now. My computer is being bogged down so it's not loading. We just did a whole episode on it. The change quotes Ooh, nice. one I use a lot where um, oh. with ES6 I'm using a lot more backticks yeah. as strings um and being able to toggle between single, double and backticks. Um is really handy so i use that one quite a bit sweet well tiffany trying to think of more questions while we have you here yeah yeah um so something i came across but i haven't started yet was the i hope i'm gonna get the name right john please help me the 30 job oh thank you (laughs) the 30 javascript like uh ideas or builds in 30 days i think that's word for word Oh, excellent. <laughs> Fantastic. So that one was awesome when John was actually like first showed it to me when he was um, like introducing me to you and introducing right. me to your content. And I'm really excited to make time to go through that because one of the problems I've had as a developer, like as a learning student, is finding an idea that's only one or two steps ahead of where I'm currently at. Because it's really yeah. easy to like think of some grand thing or to think of some really basic thing I know how to do but like when I don't know what's required to do the next step and if I pick something too big then it's just frustrating I end up putting it off and if you pick something like you've already done before then you're really only growing incrementally of that so like how did you come up with those course ideas or how do you usually push yourself just to learn like another one or two things at a time like any insight you could share would be helpful I'm all about like small wins and small yes. wins is where you get your confidence from. So if you can give somebody 30 days of small wins, then they're going to feel so much more confident coming out of that. Uh-huh. Um, but really, yeah, the true. the idea came from uh, teaching in person where like you would give people two or three exercises and they say, cool, great. Um, what else can I build? And And I just was like, wait, like you don't have a million ideas right now. Like I literally, my brain is swimming with ideas that I could build right now. And like, no, I can't think of a single thing I could build right now. I'm like, oh, not everybody has this. Like they just want to build silly games and and silly demos all day long. Um, So why don't I just like build 30 things? And uh, it was pretty hard to like think of like 30 really good, well-designed, like fun, functional things. Um, and, uh, I did it and I think that's why like, it's by far my most popular course and oh, cool. uh, it really struck a nerve with people and it. it's become like this. It's my, my greatest, it's probably like my, my best work in my life because, um, it's become such a foundational building block of people's, um, their, their journey in learning to code. Well, now I'm even more excited to start it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like, it's great because for someone like me who has, maybe 40 courses on Udemy that are, you know, 18% complete. I can, with something like the yeah. JavaScript in 30, like you said, it's a bunch of small wins where I actually completed it. Yes. So. You don't have to I, get I through like the to, whole course. I like to take conversations and screech them to a halt. 
if you guys haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> We're just thinking. Oh, uh, no. Giving yeah, us it's great it's, time. Uh, man, what was I going to say? It's it's a super popular course. Um, I think that, uh, like, I don't know. It's it's. I'm working on, like, a beginner course right now, which is attempting to do a similar thing. Um, like, one of the downsides to that course is that it, like, assumes you know a bit of JavaScript already. Um, but And it doesn't cover fundamentals and gotchas and things like that. So... Uh, that's what I'm working on right now is trying to like build another fun thing like that, but also teach the the fundamentals along the way. That's awesome. It's really hard for me because like I've come across a lot of JavaScript courses, like beginner, intermediate, advanced. It's like it's hard for me to find quality courses. Is there anything? Do you ever look at other people's content to inspire you to do something or to not do something? Like in the way you see them presenting the content or the information. Like, how do you um, differentiate? I, I don't really look at other people's content all that much. Um, but, okay. like, I, I, too, was a learner at some point, and I, too, fell asleep uh, with a lot of these <laughs> right. like, silly examples, right? Um, and also, like, when I was when I researched things, I always just ask people, like, like what's your pain point? Like, what sucks mm. about learning to code right now? And then they, they say, like, oh, I took this guy's course or... I watched these things and I didn't like it or I did like this and, and here's why I liked it. And uh, you, you sort of um, after like I have a massive email list and often people would just send me like they're like, this is what I'm struggling with right now. And after you've read 300 people's like stories about what is so hard about coding, you sort of yes. zero in on on how to how to hope to fix that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, just don't be boring. There's yeah. <laughs> yeah. so many courses that I watch and I'm so excited and five minutes in I'm like, oh, this isn't gonna pan out. Yeah, that's harder. Yeah. It's a lot harder. Well, we really appreciate this, Wes. This is obviously we have kind of a tiny little podcast that we're trying to get yeah. off the ground and we're yeah. do it, man. It, it's it's pretty cool that you agreed to do this. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to do it. It's it's fun to it's fun to come on other people's podcasts is you don't have to think about <laughs> any content or anything. You just get to run your mouth for half an hour and uh, <laughs> that's I'm it. glad yeah, you feel it, that way. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is weird. Yeah. I feel like I'm a good conversationalist, but then in the podcast form, all of a sudden I'm, I'm like, wait, what do I say now? Like, it's, it, different. it's different. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Different. It, it's, it's funny. <laughs> um, okay. Awesome. So I guess we'll just uh, well, keep in contact. I with, guess, oh, yeah. Ahead. One last question. I mean, is there anything you want to put out or that you want to like share today i don't know if you have like a new course coming we out we have tens or that of you... listeners west yes just i've got courses at westboss.com forward slash courses um and i'm on twitter instagram everywhere that you want to find me i'm at westboss w-e-s-b-o-s excellent okay cool we will find you yeah hashtag west the boss <laughs> yeah right for to all of our <laughs> listeners all right. Thanks a lot, Wes. Thank we you really, so much. really appreciate it. Yeah, good luck with your work today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Take it easy. Wow, that was a great interview. So awesome. <laughs> thanks so much, Wes, for doing that. Please follow Wes at WesBoss on Twitter. Yep, absolutely. And uh, his courses are all available at WesBoss.com. W-E-S-B-O-S. Short and sweet. Yeah, nice and easy. Um, and we have a little surprise if you visit our a website. Huge surprise. Yeah, yeah. It is a huge surprise. Ducttapes.fm. Mm -hmm. Visit the website, sign up for the newsletter, and you will be entered to win a West Boss Master 
class package. Oh my gosh. Yeah. First thing I'm doing after this podcast. That's right. <laughs> so you are going to be instantly disqualified. We have oh two to give away and we will be announcing the winners um, the next couple of episodes. So, and we'll also email the winners too. So if yes. you don't hear the announcement, but you should, because you're going to be an avid listener now. Um, <laughs> good, good, good. Off the rails. So enter at ducttapes.fm and also probably follow us a couple places, right? That Where would can be they nice. follow us? We have duct tapes FM at Twitter and at Instagram. So if yep. you want to be seeing and hearing about all of our updates, all uh, the hot stuff, new out. guests coming on the podcast, future topics happening, yep. make sure you follow us there. Uh, yeah, this contest will be going on for the next couple of weeks though. So definitely make sure you subscribe. Ducttapes.fm. Sign up for the newsletter. West Boss Master Package. Heck yeah, man. All right. Thanks. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>